You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Nerd Show. The voice of the urban geek. The podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And sitting in the captain's chair, as always, it's your boy, DJ Benamin, a.k.a. Howard University's own, the Queen Sono standard bearer, Halal Jordan, Cal L. Bundy. Stop Pilgrim, Bid Fetch, Toss a Coin Tia Ninja here in the spaceship tonight. And as always, I'm joined by Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the other Howard University's own Elite. Elite. You see this? What up, Last Bison Standing? I see it. Uh, AKA Lambo Calrissian, Beretta Scott King, Dame Diner Dash, Chance the Parappa, the Lord of Lightsabers, and the Ting of the North. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I know you've said it before, but I don't remember Kalal Kalal Bundy. Kalal Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's very, it's very cute. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and we are back. It is December 2020, folks. We made it. Yeah, I saw a joke online. That's exactly what this shit has been. This 2020 shit has been. It was January, February quarantine, then December. Facts. Because yeah. uh, what happened? Where did it go? We were in November for like 12 hours. Man, I just remember like, I, and like, it's sad. My passage of the time this year has pretty much been versus battles. Like, mm. I've been like, oh, okay, I was there for that versus battle. And also because I've been going through this whole remodeling, moving into a new place. For those mm. I don't know, y'all see my purple behind me. But, um, so I've also been like, okay, I was in this part of the house trying to get this fixed, and I was in mm-hmm. this part. That's all it's been. Yeah, it hasn't been much, folks. So I, um, I find it funny and interesting how, I guess, I, I, at least in the U.S., how how the people have evolved over this time of quarantine. So mm-hmm. do you remember one point, like early mid-quarantine, where everybody named Moms was on live? Like, yes. do you remember like scrolling across the screen and it says lives 24 hours a day <laughs> and yes. there's at least 50 of them. Yes. Um, so, it, but now it's, it's, it's calmed down considerably, but I just mm-hmm. find it interesting how people, including us have spent that time either going, diving deeply into their creative pursuits, moving. A lot of people have realized, Oh, don't need to be where I'm at right now. It's time to go. And mm-hmm. really just, just complete life changes right now. Like, as, as fucked up as this pandemic and this year and everything negative has been, there's also been blessings in the corners as well. Lots of, like, 
as I mentioned, there's a lot of things like you're, you're learning more things about yourself. You're learning about what you will and will not do with your life. You're learning mm-hmm. about taking risks also. Um, also, th- this this situation has presented opportunities for a lot of people as mm-hmm. well. Like I mentioned, some people decided, oh, let's get up and move because why not? Like the obligations I had before aren't there anymore. And and also we recognize that this this situation has made it incredibly tough for a lot of people as well. So mm. it's 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 a it's it's a lot of bad, it's a lot of good, but it's also an incredible experience. That's been my favorite meme that I saw this year was someone took uh, it was from the movie The Professional, Leon the Professional, okay. where uh, the shorty is sitting there crying to Leon, and she's like, "Is life always like this?" And in the meme, he's, she's like, she's like, is life always like this or just because it's 2020? And Liam's like, life always like this, you know? And that's Ooh. how, I, that's yeah. how I always tell people, like, this has not been, I know it's been rough for everyone. It's been a rough year for me personally, but at the same time, I've been through rough times in my life, probably worse times than this, where I understand that life is just full of good and bad and something I always say is you got to focus on the positive and the amazing stuff in your life because there's always going to be terrible things like mm. that's just how the world is you know that's how life is life is not filled with joy you know it's filled with more pain than joy and we only recognize the joy because you know we know the pain mm. like you only know the good when you've been through the bad and so mm. that's something that I feel like we have to focus on, especially right now. And I, I feel like that's something that I hope a lot of people learn from this year is how much of the world is just filled with nonsense, you know, and how much of it we yeah. focus on and we fill our own lives with that same nonsense and how unnecessary it all is, you know, how there's just, yeah, all you got to focus on is the positive stuff, things that make you feel better, things that help your spirit, things that help your life, things that make you want to help other people, you know, that's, Something we talked about a lot on the show about uh, living in service. And yeah, something that I really took from this year was Lovecraft Country and us doing Safe Negro Pod. You know, shout out to Safe Negro Pod. Make sure you hit up tpublic.com slash store slash for all nerds. Get yourself one of these mugs right here. You see Beautiful. it? Beautiful. But yeah, on Safe Negro Pod and on Lovecraft Country, especially, there was that line where Tick is talking to his mom and saying, you know, I don't want to die. And she's like, baby, none of us do. But if we ain't walking to an altar to sacrifice ourselves for something, then what are we living for? And a lot of people took that as like black people, you know, and the struggle that we're in against white, you know, toxic whiteness and all that. But I don't even look at it like that. I look at it as that's just life. You know, life in general, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, whatever, it don't matter. If you're not living for others and living to sacrifice yourself so that the next generation can do better than what are you really living for? Because mm. there's just not other than that, everything is kind of irrelevant, you know? And I think we talk about it a lot on the show because we deal with a lot of science fiction and stuff. So we talk about like the matrix and how this world is like the matrix, but that's reality. You know, this life is but a dream, you know, it's, it's just, what's the word? It's not like, you can focus on all the nonsense and all the illusion stuff, or you can focus on things that'll make you feel better, make other people feel better and make it better for the next generation. That's facts. That's facts. You know, I'm just, just simmering on what you said. Like I said, I'm doing my, my utmost to, you know, count my blessings. Yes. Yes. I know. I know we've all had a hard year. You know, we've had, 
I mean, it's a hard life. You know, that's what I mean. Life is hard. It's not easy and it's tough, but it's also a blessing. You know what I mean? Because the alternative is to not have life. And mm. you know what I mean? Like Say that. Yeah. yeah. And right now I enjoyed his life. So I'm going to keep going through it no matter what it brings me. And like I said, I've been in them terrible places worse than this year to me. So I guess I have that balance where I can just see both sides of it. Mm. Not, th- that's good. Um, and when you talk about balance, we talking about blessings and talking about things we enjoy. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about the Mandalorian. Okay. Got to <laughs> talk about the Mandalorian. So, my nigga, did you see the episode last week with your girl? <laughs> I mean, I should have worn my Ahsoka shirt tonight, you know, so y'all, <laughs> so y'all would understand, you know, like what. Like, I, I'd never watched Clone Wars until this year. You know, that was one of the mm-hmm. things in the pandemic. I sat down. That was like March. I remember I sat down. I was like, all right, you know what else? I ain't got else, shit else to do. Let me just finally watch Clone Wars. And I was instantly captivated by Ahsoka. Like, instantly. I was like, oh, my God. I love this little girl. She's awesome. Her interactions with Anakin, you know, her, him calling her snips, her defying him. You know, even as a the, from the very first episode, I was like, oh, okay, I'm fucking with this. Yeah. And then it shows you through their relationship, you really get to feel, you know, Anakin's fall. You know, mm-hmm. you really feel it in the Clone Wars, like in a way that I never felt it in the movies. So that made, you know, even it made the movies, it made the prequels better for me because it made Anakin a more rounded character. So when you watch Revenge of the Sith, he's been through all this stuff with Ahsoka already. So you understand where he's at in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, Clone Wars fills in a lot of the blanks. All of the blanks. I mean, and then and then it does so much more than that because it also establishes this character of Ahsoka Tano, who Rosario Dawson comes in playing, you know, it'd been the long rumors, like the worst kept secret in the history of Star Wars <laughs> that she was playing her. But up until she shows up, I still wasn't sure, you know, and then they waste no time in episode 39 seconds in. Which I loved. Yeah, there's Waste Ahsoka. no time. Get into it. Get right to it, folks. Waste no time. No real estate wasted in this episode. Just straight to it. And my first impression, I was like, ah, I don't know. Mm, really? Yeah, I'll be dead ass honest. Because I've gone through now, you know, what, five, six seasons of Clone Wars. Plus, I'm on my second season of Rebels. So mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with the actress who plays Ahsoka throughout it. You know, her voice, everything. And I think she's so fantastic as Ahsoka. When Rosario started speaking at first, I was like, ah, that's Rosario like, that's Dawson. That's not her voice. Yeah. yeah. So so you have this, this unconscious, slash conscious bias about what mm-hmm. Ahsoka is to you, including the, the basics, like the way she sounds, cadence, rhythm, everything, all that stuff. Everything about her, like yeah. the way she reacts to things, just, yeah. you know, her little smirk, all that stuff. But as the episode went on and I watched it twice so far, she grew on me immensely. I feel like Rosario studied the shit out of, mm-hmm. you know, the animation and really just got all the gestures, all the little when Mandalorian is like, you know, there's no way you could get through that blaster fire from all those different guns. And she's just like, well, yeah, maybe. But, yeah, it was just such perfect little things in her reactions to everything. I loved it. By the second time, you know, like I said, I was, I, it, it was just a dream come true to see Ahsoka in real life. It was it was awesome. And I think they did an incredible job translating it to live action mm-hmm. uh, from the costuming itself 
the the makeup just yes. it, it it all worked so because my main concern wasn't necessarily acting or anything like that i feel like rosario's good enough that and when i say good enough i don't mean mere the basics i mean good to the point that she as you mentioned will study and really do the due mm-hmm. diligence on a character yep. i feel like she did what she had to do to to bring or try to translate as much as what we know about ahsoka animated into uh, ahsoka live action so i think from that standpoint it was fabulous i i love the integration to the story i like what you just mentioned how they jumped right into it like just right away badassery mm-hmm. i fucks with it the dual lightsabers you know the white yeah, the fact that they were white, like so you got to, yeah. she got to get into Clone Wars. You got to understand why she's yeah. carrying those white joints and why yeah. you know her whole history with them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it was. There's a lot was, to it. It was, I, it was one of the better episodes of this season. I mean, I know we're only like what halfway or towards the end mm-hmm. at this point, but still, still one of the better episodes. Uh, one one point of controversy. I mean, and I know technically Ahsoka's supposed to be the controversy, but I don't think she was. One point of controversy was the name of Baby Yoda. He has a name now. Okay, couple things on this point. Okay. Um, I saw I saw someone respond to me, thinking that, and they said that a lot of people thought this, and this is just y'all didn't wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me people thought that this was actually Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. No, they they dispelled that last year. I know, but it's all. I mean, folks, Mandalorian takes Yoda is a ghost at the time of Mandalorian. He is dead yeah, and gone. Dead. Dead, dead. He is in the force. He is a blue ghost at this point. All right, just to clear that up. Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi and before The Force Awakens. So, But also the team, the team behind Mandalorian said last year that that was not. Like, yes. they literally said yeah. that was not Baby Yoda. Now, I understand maybe people went in one ear and out the other or yeah. just because we, we refer to the baby as Baby Yoda, that's yes. why you got mixed up. But, no, that never was Yoda. We, we get it. Cool. But Baby Yoda was, was a, it was a nice placeholder that I, 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 you know, obviously we all grew into it, grew to love it. And I just thought it was cute. Even knowing that this was a different person, well, a different alien than than Yoda. Yes. That being said, his name is Grogu. Yep. And I, I <laughs> no, I when she said it, like when when, when I almost said Rosario, but when Ahsoka said it, I said, "Huh." <laughs> I was like, "Huh." And then I, I had to sit there and think about it. Now, I don't hate it. It's just a matter of me getting used to it. I'm still mm-hmm. probably gonna call the little nigga Baby Yoda. It is what it is. Um, I did see you talking to a few people on Twitter about mm-hmm. it, and you made a good point, Ben. You were like, or you either you or the person you were talking to made a good point. Y'all was just like, was niggas like like loving it when the niggas name was Yoda? Like, no, yeah, like, no, and, and and all these Boba Fett and all these other Star Wars, it, Star Warsies. How do you spell it? Star Warsies, <laughs> like like Star Wars, that, Star Wars, that type of language and naming convention that Star it Wars is, is. Uh, really. It's really weird. Like Look, they move consonants around, and it's the, it's the point so is childish. all the names are just off. Right, it's, it's a little, childish. it's just it, a little it's, off the wall. So it's just like, are we mad because we think it sounds dumb? But did we not realize that Boba Fett sounded dumb too? Yeah, and that's the, that's, <laughs> this is the point I've made to people before. It's just like any name you think of, like that. My name, Ben Hamin. If like any name, Run DMC, Wu Tang Clan, Eminem, they only sound dope once they're dope. You know what I mean? What does Run DMC? It doesn't sound like anything. Wu Tang. I remember when I heard Wu Tang Clan, I was like, who are these clown ass Negroes? Wu Tang Clan. You know, what? that's some trash. And then you hear the music, you're like, oh, 
You know what I mean? So that's what it is. And Grogu is dope. But also Star Wars is has a it's like so on the nose. It's like just the dumbest stuff possible. There's a smuggler bounty hunter and his oh, name Greed is o. Greed O. Yeah, Greed, Greed O. Yeah. o. <laughs> because he's greedy, you know, and then Hammerhead. It goes on and like there's a hammerhead chart, I think, and his name is Hammerhead, right? It's just it it goes it's on. It's bad. Inventive, yeah. Yes. You know, I I mean, I personally just don't like the name. Like, never mind Grogu. it being weird. Like, I don't care fire. about it being weird. I just don't think it's a cute name for a cute baby. But I need my, I need they my grow Grogu. up. Babies always Grogu, grow up to be people. AKA What'd you say? I need a Grogu, aka. Oh now. lord. Yep. No. I'm I'm sure we'll come up with something yeah. absolutely outlandish. But um, yeah. but yeah, that was my only real. Problem. I was just like, that's not a cute name. Uh, Grogu. But like, I, I'm I'm gonna forget about it next week. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Basically, yeah. <laughs> So, yes, fire episode, pure fire, Mandalorian on all flames right now. Shout out to Dave Filoni, who is the showrunner and creator pretty much of Clone Wars and Rebels and has guided Ahsoka from the beginning all the way to this. He directed and wrote this episode. And like he said, that is ill. That does not happen where somebody who worked in animation gets to shepherd their character on into live action. So right. props I mean, but, to him. But like honestly, props to this whole Mandalorian production just yes. and, and the direction, everything that's going along to it. Because like you said, you don't get to see that crossover happen a lot, but then we saw it uh, in, the, in the previous episode with the other Mandalorians. Like, you know, you have the same voice actor being the same actor for the character and, yeah. and the same exact look and costuming. Like, like to be that consistent and for it all to flow together is 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 is, is fire so mm-hmm. so proud of it and shout out to diana lee in in Osanto, who portrayed the villain in this episode and is bruce lee's goddaughter and is about that life yeah she is not just bruce lee's goddaughter her mother is a famous martial artist and so she is about oh. that life i mean she yeah. seemed like she was about that life. oh yeah it's all but... for real it's, it's it, you know they, they, there was no stunt woman she was the stunt woman wow yeah if you if you check her imdb it's mainly stunt woman you know she's about that life yeah the magistrate and was putting in work you know she made that scene she made rosario look good because yeah when you got that type of beast fighting against you you know yeah mm. but yeah that was that was whew, what a fight that whole samurai <laughs> like you know, the blending of the Western with the samurai in this episode, just like chef's kiss. Th- that, that scene gave me Kill Bill vibes. Yeah, pure the, Kill Bill. Yeah. Like, like the scene with Oshi, uh, Oren mm-hmm. Oshi, Oren Ishi, when she was in her garden and yeah. she was, you know, fighting the bride. Like, yep. I was a, like, oh, wow. It's the classic Japanese, you know, one-on-one battle, the running mm-hmm. through the land. Oh, and I'm so mad, man. Ghost of Tsushima was on sale the other day and I didn't cop it. Played myself, and now it's oh. back to normal. And I need well, at least to you have that. something to play it on. Uh, yes, I do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about that. So I guess uh, uh, still no PS5? Still no PS5. I mm. will see y'all in 2021. Mm. It's mm. quiet for me this year. They're saying there's still, you know, be some more drops. Ben, you know? I've been watching all the drops and, and taking the L's on all the dr- subsequent drops. I know, the L's have been every. Frequent other day that something pops up it's just it's not a, it's not a w for me not yet so mm. well miles morales is pure flames i finished uh the main campaign cool. um yep loved it from beginning to end the story was great uh comparing it to the last one i don't the last one's ending had me in tears i can't lie you know this one didn't have me in as much tears but 
just the story throughout was fire, you know, but once you were entertained. again. Oh, super, you know, and, yeah. it, and it was almost the tears, you know, it almost had me, but I was, because they'd already done me dirty in the first one, I was expecting dirt in this one, you know, so I knew it was like, oh no, they're going to do something to try and get my tears, you know, but I was ready for him this time. The first time when I played Peter Parker, I was like, oh, they, gonna, they ain't going to do that, and then they did it, you know, and it was like, ah, you know. So this one, it was more like, oh, they probably going to do that because, of course, they're going to do that. And then they did it, and it was like, ah, but it wasn't that bad. But, <laughs> but you know, yeah, no, the game is solid as hell. I'm still rolling around, swinging around, taking pictures all day in it. Um, I'm loving my PS5. I can't lie, yo. Just the interface, just the speed, just everything. is So I can't lie, yo. Yeah. I, 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 got, a, I got a uh, docking station. <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah, no, no, you know, it wouldn't be nice if I had something to put in it, but you know, I, I got that. Wow. Yeah, I'm actually looking for some uh, Bluetooth headphones right now because, yeah, and I'm not, I, I hear the new ones for the PS, they're, they're sold out, but I hear they're pretty weak anyway, so I'm not even worried about them. What, the sure. Pulse headset? Yeah, that the white so headset, I, whatever. I yeah. know it's like hard to get, but y'all, I heard it's not really worth it. Because yeah, the mic, the mic is trash. They said the mic is super fucking trash. Mm. I heard um, the, the earring ain't that good. Yeah, well, they said that if you if everything everything is strictly through uh, PS Five and you're not like trying to go through Discord and other other stuff, they said sound is amazing. Mm. But it's the mic that they say is complete trash, and especially if you're using Discord and shit like that, it's just not worth it. So, oh hell no, yeah. I'm gonna stick to my typical gaming headsets. I don't yep. need the Pulse headset, um, but I, I do have the charger, you know. And then I was up in Target yesterday, plenty of of controllers, but you know, mm. just uh, need the system. Yeah, I don't, need an, I don't need an, I'm, I'm going to cop another controller soon just so I have two. But I feel um, like you should have, always have at least two. Yeah, just have that backup ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. If, right, if, if not for another person, exactly what you just said. Like, mm-hmm. once one dies, you got one re- already charged, ready, yeah. to, ready to play. So Yeah, no facts. But, yeah, so far, I've just been, I mean, I'm going uh, to finish that. I'm deciding on what to cop next. So I was thinking about copping that joint of uh, the Hunters or something. It's some game, it's like animated style where you're like this bird. I mean, you're a, a woman with a bow and arrow and this bird follows you and it like moves uh, fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I wasn't really... I don't know. I might just go with Ghost of Tsushima and, you know... Uh, if if you're back. picking... If you're trying to pick between the two, go with Ghost. Yeah, cause they, and the photo mode in Ghost is supposed to be incredible. So that also, you know, gets me. Oh, man, that photo mode in New Spider-Man, though. You can adjust lights. You can I adjust see. the weather. I've been doing so much. It's 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 bad. Like, it's like you so can beautiful. spend your time in a game just time. taking photos. They say Cyberpunk's photo mode is stupid too. Coming up, it probably is. I'm I'm ready for. Hopefully, I have my console by then. I'm ready for Deathloop. Yes, That's, that that. Oh my god, I cannot wait. Yeah, they've been advertising Excited. that crazy when you log in on PS Five. A word. Like, yeah, front page. I would know if I had a console. So you would, but you know, I'm letting you know. I have a PSN. I have a lock. <laughs> I'm trying to count my blessings, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, you what do, do I have? I'm trying to decide if I want to get PS now because they just put uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on that. And I wanted to play that. So I'm like, do I just get PS now just to, you know, play that and see what else they got? Maybe, right? For a month? That might be the move. Yeah, PS now for a month. You can get a discount just to try it out. Yeah, man. See, I'll have to look that up. All right. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. And you know what else is a plan? You're going to have to stick around because we got much more on this show and we'll be right back after these messages. Message. 
I'm Professor Brandon Obunu. This is Danny Lore. And this is Vida Ayala. My name is Genevieve King. This is Peter Ramsey. This is Kiro Karangala. This is Lexi Alexander. This is Otto Asado. And you are listening to... I am listening to... I'm listening to... I like to listen to... I'm listening to... I'm listening to... We are listening to... For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to this episode of the For All Nerds Show. As always, make sure you're subscribed on all those various platforms out there, like iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. You know, pretty much we on all better SoundCloud platforms. And if you podcast want to... platforms. Oh yeah, not you said SoundCloud platforms. Yeah, well, both, both one of the same. You know, we on SoundCloud. Damn near anywhere you listen to podcasts, you could listen to us. Facts also that you can talk to Siri. Or mm-hmm. your Google, you could say, "Hey Google, play for all nerd show." You could say, "That's amazing." For real, you you could tell. I don't know if you could tell Siri, but I, like I, I'm pretty sure if you tell Siri about podcast, and we'll pop up. But yeah, you could mm-hmm. tell Google. You can tell your your Amazon Echo, whatever the fuck you call it. You can say, hey, "Yo, play play for all nerds podcast," and it'll work, y'all. Word up, it will yeah. do it. And if you say, "Hit up Twitch and play for all nerds," mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it'll do that. But uh... if you go to Twitch. I mean, that might take a little bit more software engineering, but yeah. you know. <laughs> but if you go to Twitch and yes. type in For All Nerds, you can see us. Twitch.tv slash For All Nerds. We are there yes. every week, once a week on Thursday. We're actually going to change up that time. We've been broadcasting live at 11 a.m. Eastern time, but I think we're going to move a little later in the daytime because our West Coast affiliates, you know, are barely waking sleep, up. Sleep, sleep, yeah, sleep, at yeah. 8 a.m. <laughs> so... I think we're going to move it to about probably, let's say, 3 p.m., um, 2 p.m., 2 p.m. Two, 2 or 3 p.m., because yeah. that would be, what, what, 11 or 12 for yep. the West Coast. And at least that's a little better, because I know West Coast people, they 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 pretending like they're getting ready for work at, around the time the show drops. So Facts. Yeah. You know, so, we got, so. you know, we got to get you some time to, to lollygag in front of your computer, you know, set mm-hmm. it up so that it doesn't look like you're idle. Yep, you know, so you can be on your Zoom, you know, (laughs) you can turn your camera off in the Zoom and listen to us, (laughs) however you do it, you know, but we'll figure that out. But yeah, we're going to move that time a little bit. You know, we got the DJ sets on there. I've been rocking Miles Morales on there, you know, all kind of things going on. So make sure you follow us over there, please. Yeah, Please. and lots of Please. times I'm actually I'm actually on the feed watching and commenting. Comment, and, I need more. Like I'm always in there, y'all. So we're generally always in there. So you know, go, come I, through. Let's come chat. through, please, y'all. I'd be on there DJing, and it'd be like you know, we got the loyal listeners who be on there every week. But I need to see more people just you know saying what up, saying hello, all that good stuff. Twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Word. 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 And oh uh, yeah, this hurts. Hmm. Oof! This this news like th- this was devastating. Uh, Pearl, you know, yeah. Pearl Thusi. Pearl yeah. Thusi, yeah. Queen Sono Fultz has been canceled by Netflix after they already told me that they was giving me a second season. They renewed it back in April. 
hurts when breathe. And, and and Netflix says skirt. Yeah. Actually, we changed our mind. Um, that COVID said skirt. No, uh, yo, yeah. that that too. So while there's not hasn't been an official expression of, of what what was the reason, as Cardi B would say, well, let me turn this down. As Cardi B would say, what was the reason? But the, the, that was a good impression. Thank you. Uh, but the reason uh, that, that that everyone's coming to terms with has is because there is what it's production issues. Mm. Um, there's note here that coronavirus. <laughs> that uh, and the second series, uh, they said it had to be shot in multiple countries across mm-hmm. the continent of Africa. Coronavirus. And yes, yeah, that and it's challenging during pandemic. Um, and the creator. Kagisola Diga actually suggested it was pandemic related as to why Netflix canceled it. That being said, uh, Ladiga, including Pearl and, and the rest of and a few other people shared their, you know, I'm, I'm, it's weird saying condolences, but they but they shared their their thoughts and their, you know, expression of of, of gratefulness um, and but also sadness about the show being canceled. But, you know, also grateful that it was incredible. And um and apparently, and I didn't realize this. They said they made history because they were the first African Netflix original series. Yes, it was that and one other show, which uh, you're talking about Blood and Water, right? Well, I, mean, I love Blood no, and Water. No, 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 no. It's it's a series that I didn't even know about, but I got a peep as well. It's still on, and it actually got a second season so far. So that one has not been canceled. But yeah, that and Queen Sono were the two, and I love Queen Sono, as y'all know. You know. Queen Sono standard bear right here. You know, yeah, I've been man. I've been singing the praises since day one, and it's mm. sad because it was actually popular. Yes, uh, and so it wasn't like it was a numbers issue. Like, oh, nobody was watching. Like, nah, nah, people's was fucking with this heavy. Mm-hmm. It's just pandemic. And so we have a save Queen Sono hashtag. But uh, might might need to change that to like delay Queen Sono, you know, like you know, don't <laughs> you don't mean? like don't cancel it, you know what I mean? Just delay it. That's all, you know. Push it back a year, you know, like Pearl still be there. But you know how Netflix moves. Netflix moves in, in a very just in time capacity. Yeah. Meaning, shit, shit, whatever's on the pot gotta gotta be cooked and, yes. and served immediately. And immediately, like, if this can't be served at the time we say gotta get served, throw the pot out. Throw it out. Throw the pot Keep out. Going. Yeah. What Keep was the reason? All that shit. So. <laughs> Pearl. I'm sure she'll work again. Yeah, hurts when oh, yeah. breathes, we know. Hurts when breathes, man. Oh, that, that, was, that was enjoyable watching. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Um, yes, folks. Ugh, yeah. But the the episode, the first season is still up there. So you can yes. still watch and still support and mm-hmm. still rack up the numbers. Because like I said, I still think it's relevant. The, the whole Save Queen Sono yes. hashtag still think it's relevant. I still think it's worth... Uh, move, moving action over, um, because you, as you as you said, then you never know. Maybe you never know. Maybe you never one know. day Netflix says, "Okay, we want another pot of Queen Sona on the burner." So you never know. You never and also, know. I'm sure you know, like if you give them more shine, those actors and everybody involved will get more work. So mm-hmm. that's always good. Mm-hmm. Whether or not the show comes back, I love to see yeah. Pearl and everybody do to play the villain. You know, they were all great. I love that. You know, and especially I lo- yeah, I love to see all of them. Especially because it's a Nef- as a as an African Netflix original series that mm-hmm. is so important to give that props and give yes. support. And it also because it's a Netflix series, those actors will work on Netflix again because you know how Netflix loves to do. You know, they're all in house. Yeah, they will keep them joints in house. So watch that so them dudes can get more work like, quicker. Oh, than, oh people yeah. liked you. Yeah, yeah. Here's three more series. Yeah. So. <laughs> people like, fuck with your show. Yeah. Stay we, with us. 
man, Netflix will give you money forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> shout out to our girl, um, uh, Logan. Um, oh, Logan Browning. Yes, Logan Browning, you know, queen of Netflix right now. Because, <laughs> you know, oof, getting them checks. I ain't mad. What else we getting, Ben? I mean, oh, uh, you know, we're getting, folks, we are getting the guac is extra. The geek when he asks questions. You know, one of my favorite segments on the show where we answer any and all questions from our listeners. All you have to do is hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com or hit us on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, at forallnerds. Any question does not matter the topic. Hit us up. We're here for you. So what do we have up first tonight? The first comes from lowercase a, a.k.a. Midnight Crawler. I get a- it. Okay. Yeah. AKA Phantom Menace to Society. That's pretty good. You've I've done pr- that before. Though. Yeah, I'm I've- pretty sure somebody's done it. Yeah, but still a good one. I raised my hand. Uh, oh, that's you? Okay. Yeah. Years ago, though. Yeah, um, But I think a lot of people did. But anyway, c- continuing. Yeah. AKA Darth Fader. That's, that's an actual DJ. Ah, yeah. But they yeah. mean the Fader, right? Like the... Yeah, I mean, it like, could go both ways, but they meant the fader on the... On oh, the true. They meant like the catch a fade. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, and this one they meant catch a fade, but it still works both ways. Yeah, but people don't really say fader like, you know, like I'm a fade, like, you know, I'm a fade you. But they don't yeah, say like... like but fade, it, yeah. it's just to go with the naming convention. It works, yeah. 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 Uh, and then finally, aka Peter Pandemic. That's terrible and good. Peter Pan? Yeah, I mean, it's like, that's like horrific, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but, you know, but um, also makes me chuckle, you know, because I'm terrible. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to go as far as to say horrific, but I, I don't really care for that one. But the other yeah. ones were awesome. I don't like pandemic-related uh, AKAs, folks. I'll be honest, you know. Uh, I don't, yeah, too much, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. it's too much. Too soon. So the question goes, has there ever been a time where you were surprised to find out someone you know or a celebrity was into, quote-unquote, geek culture? For me, it was finding out Michael B. Jordan was into anime. Thanks, guys. Much love. 100 emoji. Uh, thank you very much for the question, and thank you for the love. Surprised? I know Ben Amin was surprised, what, a couple of weeks back when one of our guests was all about Power Pack. Oh, my God. Olivia yes. Chang. Shout out, Olivia. What up, man? <laughs> that's um, my homie. The homie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as, that was, I'm trying to. That's mind-blowing. That, that blew him. That blew his mind. You know, y'all don't. It's not like, I mean, like, like you know. I, you know, I get it. There's all kind of people in the comments. It's not about that. You know, people are like, oh, you know, she doesn't let you be in the comments. No. I know all kind of people who are in the comments and plenty of beautiful women who love all kind of comments. It's fucking power pack that got me. I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Like, you're a dork. You're one, you know, you're right there with me. You fuck with it. Yeah. If y'all do nothing else, definitely go back to that episode, like the visual episode yes. on Twitch, and watch Ben Amin's face when she expresses that and when it it registers in his head what she said. Because when I say I've never seen Ben flip out with the, anyway with a guest anyway like that, because it was just the fact that out. I asked her, you know, and she's like, uh, you know, what I was like, what's your geek credentials? And she's like, oh, I know Power Pack, you know, <laughs> and I was like, what? It was just, <laughs> who says that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I so that, that was that. amazing for you. I was just sitting there like, "This is great." Yeah, because you ain't, you because so you don't know, know nothing about the power. You don't know nobody does. And yo, and, yo, top it off, and I gotta send it to her. Marvel released a new Power Pack series last week. See, because y'all spoke into existence. That's why. Uh, spoke, and it wasn't bad. The first issue wasn't bad. Yeah, 
Oh, yep. wow. Oh, so now y'all got to talk about it. We got to yes. bring her back just to have yeah. a conversation about that. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, as Besides that, as far as someone we know or a celebrity, I mean... I've never had been because I always think, yeah. I, like I say, I, I, I know, every, you know, there's so many people in the geek culture and people yeah. act like they're not, but yeah. everyone is. So I'm not really that surprised anymore. At this point, I generally... It's funny. I do things the other way, maybe way differently. Than I would have did it like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I assume that yes. people are into it, yep. Yep. and then when they're not, I'm like, why? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter who they are, what their demographic is, and especially if they're guests on our show. I'm mm-hmm. like, there's got to be something. Like, something. you may not be the level of deepness may be different. Like, yep. you know, it may not be power. Like you said, power pack levels, or maybe like I'm a super anime head or gamer head or whatever. That's fine, but. There, I've written nowadays. I rarely run to people who aren't yeah. into the culture in some way. Because you know, like at this point, you know, fifty-year-olds are on Nintendo. You know, like grew up with Nintendo. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's like everybody in some way or shape yeah, or form. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I just, I just assume everyone is until they express that they're not. Then I'm yeah. Like, Damn, what's that about? But, but when <laughs> when someone. Out. Yeah, when someone pulls out Power Pack or when someone pulls out something like Warhammer. You know, I can't remember who was, I found out was, like, somebody big was into Warhammer. Was it Cheo? Not Cheo. Um, um, shit, why can't I remember what's going on? It was, it was uh, I felt like it was a guest from this year, no? Or, uh, no, or last no. year? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I know Karen Gillan is huge into Warhammer, but, you know, he's a geek. You know, that's obvious, like... It was somebody who I did not remember, and I was like, "Oh shit, they play Warhammer!" Like you're a dork, dork. It was a guy or a girl? I think it was a guy. I can't remember. But I think was it was like it a big actor or somebody. William Jackson Hank. Harper? Cheating? No, no, I uh, no, I don't think it was one of our guests. No, because I would have wild out if I we had a guest who was. I would remember that. Yeah, if we oh, had okay. a guest who was in the Warhammer, I would have been like, "Oh." You know, like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's something else. That's, an, that, you know, Warhammer 40K, that's a level of geekdom. That's, Geek sweats. Yeah, if you know Geek Warhammer sweats. 40K, you're, you know, you're on my level. That's when we can start really talking about weird, you know. Okay. Uh, oh, you ain't seen Strange. I ain't even got to the Strange part yet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next question. Next question comes from Statica Shakur. We know All you. Right. How are you doing? A.K.A. Poison Ivy. Yes, very good one. We, and and mm. we know that these are yours, so we've heard these before. Yep. Uh, A.K.A. Attack on Trifling. Yes. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Plot Twist Out. Plot Twist Out. Instead of Twist Out, Plot Twist I get Out. It. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a little mid, y'all. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Journey Swolette. <laughs> I mean. Swole? Like Swolette? Yeah, I get it. Is that I get what that it. means? Yeah, like Swole, like, you know. Like well, I was asking. I wasn't sure. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so anyway, the question goes, before it's anyone... It's a gun show out of your faults. That's all I'm saying. Before anyone heard of COVID, <laughs> I was making a lot of progress on personal goals that I've had trouble pursuing over the years for all types of reasons. Personal, logistical, lack of resources, etc. Just as I was hitting a groove and seeing, feeling the results, COVID-19 came along. Some of these goals required a lot of mental, emotional prep work and has been difficult to start up again, despite trying. Question is, what professional, emotional, and or personal progress or work did COVID-19 interrupt for you? And how have you handled that interruption? If this doesn't apply to you, or even if it does, do you hope or plan to approach goals differently post-COVID-19? Hmm. I think we talked about this some in the intro. Um, 
I think it's affected everyone. You know, I think this year has been hellacious. Like, <laughs> like that's the thing. I've been to prison, y'all. You know, and I spent a year in prison. You know, for those who don't understand, in a foreign country at that. So it was a insane experience, and this is the closest that I can relate it to. You know, like this is close to that, and this is like a universal where everyone is spending time in prison. So it's like, this is bad for our mental as a world, you know? So it's tough. Like, I, I, I want people to not be down on themselves for not accomplishing shit or not doing anything during this year. That you survived mm-hmm. is, that alone, y'all, you know, mm-hmm. is a goal, you know? And I, yeah, and I understand some people will refute you and be like, well, I don't want to just want to survive, I want to live. Heard, so does heard, <laughs> but realize you are, especially if you're still moving forward, if you're still doing what you can to, as Ben, I mean, say live and, and, and live well, then you are, in fact, living. Is it to the standard or the level that you want to be at right now? Maybe not. However, if you are continuing to make progress, if you are making sure you're moving forward, little progression is fine, too. If you're moving forward, you're good. It's really all about the, the forward mm-hmm. motion and yep. and... Uh, doing what you can to not remain stuck in a thought process or emotion or whatever. And yes, it takes a lot of work. Yes, it takes ongoing work and it also takes help. That's the other part of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are in these spaces for, you know, we, we mentioned emotional, personal, professional, whatever. But a lot of people also don't want help. And that's why you remain in the same spot because you won't ask for help or you won't accept help. Uh, and help comes in many forms. So that's the other thing. You have to be open to it. As far as answering this question, uh, yeah, as Ben, I mean, to everyone, myself included, I, I've had lots and lots and lots of personal changes in my family. I'm not going to go into all of this stuff, but I will share that I've had multiple deaths in my family this mm-hmm. year um, that were very, that, that were very, very hurtful. And the way that I have, and, and I don't know if they should be called interruptions, but, but things that have impacted my life greatly because my life hasn't stopped Mm-hmm. However, you know, it's it, it's it has changed the way that I viewed life in general. It has changed uh, to the second part of the question. It helps me do think about approaching my goals differently. One of the things, one of the approaches I'm having now, two two things I'm having now more so in my head, and I just said it to Ben, I mean, earlier about something unrelated, was that get it done. It doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always that type who's constantly overthinking, constantly overdoing. All sorts of all sorts of stuff. It's like, oh, it has to be fire. It has to be perfect. And it's just like, as you do that, you you miss the boat on getting it out there. Uh, whether that's a project, whether that's making the decision that will propel you forward in life, you have to get it done. You have to move. Um, and and also the other part about how differently I approach my goals is is make it happen for yourself now. Like you have, to sound cliche, you have one life to live. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, you do not come back, at least not as yourself. <laughs> so if you want, if you, if you fucking with this, with this storyline right now, or if you're not fucking with this storyline, you got to, you got to write it in the way you want it. Like you have to make the moves. You have to do what you can with, and what's within your power. There's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that's not within your grasp, like like you physically have no control of it, i.e. time. <laughs> you don't have no control over certain things. However, the things you can control, you need to go at it. You have to just do it. And that's and that's probably the biggest thing for me. Execute. Do it. What what did uh, that, that old gift? Do it! Do it! Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. 
I, I, you know, hundred percent agree with everything you just said. Um, we were speaking about the Nate Robinson fight earlier, and Mike Tyson had the fight as well. And post fight, they were talking to Mike, and they were asking him about, you know, was he scared stepping in the ring at this age? And he was like. No, I look at myself as a gladiator. You know, I look yeah. at myself as a conquering warrior. Like, yeah. I don't Why would he be afraid? Yeah, he's like, I don't approach a situation. He's like, this is not about the ring. This is about anything in life. I don't approach a situation thinking of the loss. He he started to talk about how, you know, life is a dream. And how, like, he said that, you know, if you're at peace with yourself, you're not worried about death. You know, people who aren't at peace with themselves are afraid of dying. And people who aren't at peace with themselves are afraid of failure like that, you know. But when you're at peace with yourself, you know what you are. And I'm working at getting at that. I, I don't. I, I don't look I'm at some. Like, yeah, I don't look at myself as some conquering person who, when I walk in or when I do a project. I still have a lot of fear and stuff. But at the same time, I also throughout my life, I've not been afraid to just say "eff it," you know, and let me see where this leads me. I've never been a person who's led a thing where it's like. Oh, I'm going to wake up and go to my nine to five and I'll work for this long and I'll retire. I've never had that idea in my head. I've always done things that were, I would say, risky or just like, you know, unconventional, unconventional, whatever. And I've always been that way. And I always encourage people to live that way because like you said, this is the only life you have and you're going to be so much happier if you just do things that make you happy. You know, and then yeah. the success will come with that. Like too many people judge success on, you know, having millions and all oh, this money. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, you know, abolish millionaires one day on Twitter. And my man was like, wow, I want to be a billionaire. And I'm like, for what? Like, you know, for you can't, what? You will never be able to spend all that money. So what do you need? And, and he's like, well, I need my wealth for my family. And I'm like, for what? Like. <laughs> Like, what do they need well, that type I of money for? I understand wealth, but, you know, I, I'm also, I've backed down from the childhood of, oh, I want to be a billionaire once yeah. I realize what that means. So. Yeah, and and who and who you have to screw over to become a billionaire and yeah. who you have to take that money from. Yeah. Well, I absolutely want to yeah. be wealthy. You know, like, if I end up with a B, cool. Am I, like, sitting there like, I got to get it? Yeah. No. I want to be wealthy like Bob Marley said. You know, like, what is wealth? You know, I'm wealthy because I can have a home over my head. I can provide for people. I can help other people achieve mm-hmm. their dreams. Yeah. As far as wealth to have a Lamborghini or some shit, come on, man. No, like, no, no. My, that that's always been my goal to yeah. to to amass a legacy. And you know, and when I say amass, a lot of people use that term for for money, but beyond money, like money, influence, and all the other stuff. And I want to amass a legacy. And like you said, Ben, I want to help people. I want their like my name to be synonymous with with progression and and whether it's for my school whether it's for the community a combination thereof like that that's what i'm about mm-hmm. yep. yeah so okay great question but yeah i think we yeah uh you know good question yes the next one comes from our friend rodimus prime aka, AKA mm, block you Block you. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> Always Rodimus, a classic. Um, make sure y'all watching or listening to the Black Guy Who Tips featuring Rodimus Prime and his wife, Karen, mm-hmm. uh, at Say That Again on the Twitters. Yep. So, Rod writes, if you could own a fictional weapon from any science fiction or fantasy franchise, what would it be? For example, the Darksaber from The Mandalorian. All right. And Rodimus asked us this on Twitter, and there was like 50 million answers because Rodimus <laughs> is that popular. 
<laughs> and so, you know. HBO comedian and now, nah, 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 Yeah, Spotify, podcast. Mad declarations. <laughs> yeah, all kind of stuff on his name. So, um, I saw people mention Green Lantern's ring. One person was like, there's only one real answer. It's the what? Quasar bands because it actually took away all the problems that Green Lantern's ring has. And it's, whatever, man. The Quasar bands are Nigga, cool. What? Nigga, what they still ain't the Infinity Gauntlet? Like, boom, that yeah. that tops that. If you talk of that, you know, this I mean, is, we can go all day. A cosmic Cube, better yeah. than the uh, Quasar Bands Organ Nanos Ring. See, and that's why, like, this question is hard because I'm always gonna be thinking. At least in my head, I'm always gonna be think. I'm always going to think that. Okay, if I say one thing, it's like, well, what about the next step above yeah. that, and what's yep. better? Now, if I'm just naming random shit just to fuck with, definitely a lightsaber. Yeah, absolutely a lightsaber. Now that's just dangerous as fuck. Yeah, that's thing. I kill don't, yeah. everything on impact. Uh, so I, I don't want to lightsaber. I don't know, but it'll be cool. Um, mm-hmm. And some of these quote unquote fictional weapons are are actually real, or or, or we have stuff that's yeah. really close to it already. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah. is there anything specifically that you really really want? Like, I don't want to say, like, the gauntlet or shit like that. Yeah, I'm trying not to say, you know, the omnipotent, I'm, 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 you know, all that. Like, I'm yeah. trying to go low, And also, low. I want, like, a suite, an arsenal of stuff. I don't want just one. Well, then it's always, you know, me, I always want Iron Man's armor, you know? That latest Ooh. one he had. Yeah, the latest one he had in uh, yeah. Endgame. Like, yes. Yeah. I want yeah. that nanotech. Someone oh. had a similar question maybe a few weeks ago, and I remember saying I wanted um, Ironheart's armor, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh man, that shit is. I mean, anything, honestly, anything in Stark Tower, I'll take. Yeah, that nanotech, oh that, uh, or like the even uh, Spider Man's joint was fire, like the Iron Spider. But yeah, other than that, most weapons, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's either the all powerful stuff or the like something that I would just like to have. Just oh, I got a lightsaber, y'all, but I don't want a lightsaber unless I got force, you know, because unless I can use that joint, that's way too dangerous to just have sitting around. Yo, if I could, I'd rob Tony Stark with a lightsaber, yo. <laughs> Definitely. Robin yeah. season, nigga. But see, if you just got a lightsaber, Tony Stark is serving you. Unless you got I the force. I, that's why I, I, I preface it, if I could. Yeah, because he's that serving means something, you. something has to be wrong on his end for yeah. that shit to work. Because yeah. you're not even going to get that close enough before Jarvis or somebody yeah. wake the fuck up and, and yeah. you know, nah. push you down. So, yeah. um, Okay, so the next question comes from A. Shaft, a.k.a. Ponytails and Vibes. Vibes. They write, who do you think took Grogu from the Jedi Temple based on the period of darkness he experienced? Uh, shout out to my brother, Young Guru. We were speaking about this episode earlier this week. And I've actually seen the fan art of it now, but he was the first to suggest it to me. Mace Windu. Nigga. If Samuel Wait, Jackson Mace, shows Mace up. Did Mace ever die in, in the prequels? No, right? N- all right, the last we see of Mace, his hand gets chopped off, and he is electrocuted to hell and gets knocked out of the window and falls to his assumed death. But that never means death, especially when they fall and cut away. Yep. That means they're leaving it wide open for like a tree branch or some shit to hold him yeah, by his I mean, underwear. I mean, he's in the city. There was so much stuff, and he, yeah. and you don't even see him fall. You see him go out the window, and that's it. Yeah, no, but, he's, he's, yeah. he's definitely, it definitely could backdoor that he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, and I've already seen the fan art. Somebody did the fan art of like the starred up Mace Windu with one hand holding Baby Yoda, holding Grogu. I, I, I would lose my absolute mind. Like if they put, like if you turned around the next episode and it was fucking Mace Windu. 
like out of nowhere yeah, if, like- they, if they could manage to keep it quiet like if, if rosario was like the you know the slate of hand where they showed you rosario early and made you know kept it quiet I mean, when you think about it like i mean yes remember this wasn't really a big once it was announced or or released on the streets about rosario it was never a secret anymore right no. like and then if you weren't like completely like you know typically it would be kept quiet and then you'd be freaking shocked when the episode actually airs this was very mild in that way like you were like okay i already knew she was coming you didn't know what but she you, looked like particularly yeah but, but you, you knew she was coming but you also knew because they said her name in an earlier episode because you know remember they, they said rosario and then no one confirmed it and then yeah. it went quiet a hundred percent so they were good about that yeah. you know and, and so, so like like what like you said, what if this was the red herring yes. surprise? Like, oh my god. I'd okay, lose y'all it. surprised about this, but what about this? I'd lose it, dog. I'd lose it. Everyone would lose it. Like if you could have a way to have a Mace Windu series and or I mean a Ahsoka series with Mace Windu in it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right. The yeah. last question comes oh my from god. Scriberisms, aka Brash Bandaboot. That's for all of my uh, ba- yeah, bangers I, out there. I get it. I get it. Okay. Um, Silo Cyborg, Cyborg. Excuse me, Silo Cyborg. I don't. I don't. I don't know what the Silo part references. I don't either. Oh, got us. All right. All right. The next one, Run DMT. What's DMT? Is that a wrestling thing? No, that's the um or is that like the, the drug that's the drug that's the hallucinetic drug that be in don't that shit be in shrooms and shit i'm always down for drugs so <laughs> don't do drugs kids do drugs. shit uh, yeah. <laughs> give them to me run tmc and then the last one and i don't know if this is a typo or not but it says half man half amazo 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 i i'm Thinking, let me just make sure I'm right real quick with the old Google. Of course, I don't. yes, Amazon is a Justice League villain. So there we go. Amazon's this android who can take on the powers of the Justice League. Oh, okay. He's, he's, he's one po- of those. He's, he's like a ditto from Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, he's probably a badass. Great. Yeah, not the one Great. to mess with. Amazon be serving fools. Um, or Moku Jin for all my Tekken heads. Uh, anyway. Or the uh, super adaptoid for our Marvel fans. Oh, there you yeah. go. See, we got it all. We got it all in our back pocket, y'all. There we all go. Right. The question goes, I hope you are all staying safe, sane, and saucy during these weird times. I'm always saucy. Uh, with the Mandalorian giving us that new hotness every Friday, I wanted to know who your dream cameos would be from the Star Wars universe. Mace Windu. <laughs> yeah, we gotta answer this. <laughs> um, personally, I would love to see Jin um Jinjarin visit uh Kashik, is that how you spell it? Pronounce Kashik. it? Kashik. 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 And kick it with some Wookiees. Or maybe even fight an evil faction since we haven't really seen a Wookiee villain. Another hut crime lord or some Greedo folk would be dope too. <laughs> Tell me your thoughts. Um I disagree, homeboy. No, uh, um <laughs> I I don't yeah. Okay, one, you see a lot of the Hutt crime families in Clone Wars, and there was some great mess with that. There's like this real effeminate Hutt who is hilarious. Oh my god! Oh, really? Is, yeah, it's so good. It's so it's, it's so like a Jabba type clone. Yeah, yeah. There's the, you know the all the job like the the Hutt, Jabba is a Hutt, so that's one mm-hmm. crime family. But Jabba's race is something else, and all of them mm-hmm. are different crime families. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. if I'm getting that right, right? I don't think the Huts are what they are. I think that's his family. Like, you don't think Huts are, is, you think There's that's a his race. family name? Yeah, yeah if I, I don't want to Google it right now, but I want to say that Jabba is the Hut, and that's his crime family, and there's mad crime families. Oh, Huts are the name of the species. Oh, okay, well, I was wrong. There we go. Yeah, so, uh, they, are, they are known as galactic gangsters. Yes. <laughs> so, so are they just all one big crime family? Is that what it is? Because they had beef with each other in Clone Wars. There's definitely like mad different families. They were not all, you know, one down team. Yeah. Well, I think they they all down they all gangsters and Yeah, they all gangsters. And, and and Jabba is just one of the more famous ones. Yes. Well, there's a ton of them in Clone Wars. And there's a ton of Wookiees. Like I I think you like I don't know. I guess Mandalorian's good for that too. But I've seen a lot of that in Clone Wars already. So I don't know. It's kind of Mace Windu right now. Another suggestion that people were saying that would be really ill. You know, I think he's boring as fuck in the game. Would they bring in Cal from the um? What is the name of that damn game? The latest Star Wars game. I don't even Squadron? know. The, no, the one right before that. Uh, Lost or Fall Fallen Order. Oh. Fallen Order. Yeah, Cal is the hero of Fallen Order. And his timeline would match up to be the Jedi who comes to train Grogu. Like, when she's like, you know, go to that planet. Yeah, so that would be ill because they're doing a Fallen Order 2. And so if they brought Grogu into that, that'd be mind-blowing. You know what I mean? That would be some ill shit. shit. Yeah, if they did that, I'd be like, ah, you know. But yeah, I as just, far, yeah, I don't want to see more Wookiees. And, yeah, I don't want to see more of the same. You know, I would like to see new shit. Yeah, 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 new shit or you know, you know, adaptations that come over from Clone Wars. Like I had said this, I said mm-hmm. this what a year, two, two years ago now, when 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 Rogue One came out, the whole fucking universe is wide the fuck open now. Mm-hmm. Like they can bring anything from yep. any Star Wars property into this and and weave it all through as canon. Like it's just. You can do anything. So I, if you can do anything, you don't need to be doing the same things. And while obviously we're still going to get the, the seek the great famous cameos from like, you know, Boba Fett and shit like that, I still would like to see new. Yeah. And I'd like to see what they, it seems that they're, they're leaning on is like the return of Thrawn. Even though when they mentioned him in this episode, I wasn't as blown away. You know, I know Thrawn is a very big deal. I haven't finished Rebels yet. So I haven't gotten into my main Thrawn yet. So I know how big a deal he is, but it wasn't that big. But I want to see that. I want to see Thrawn and the possibility return of Ezra from Rebels. Mm. Because I love Ezra right now. That's my dude right now. I'm loving that little kid. My understanding of time is severely impaired nowadays because Rogue One was four years ago. Oh, hell yeah. I was wondering what you were talking about. 2016. Wow. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I... I want to see different planets. I don't want to. I, I'm, t- I'm good with Wookiees, I'll be honest. And the Huts, yeah, I think they did enough with them in Clone Wars. I'm sure we'll see some Greedo folk, though. That's going to come, you know. But, yeah. yeah I know familiar- familiarity um, makes everyone happy. But it's also like, let's get some new stuff in here. Oh, they also had a bit more to their question I did not see. Yes. Yes. They wrote, when is the Patreon getting more love? This wow, that hurts. favorite podcast <laughs> community. And I love hearing from all of from. Each of you every week. I've been exposed to so many great things since I've started listening to the show. Be encouraged and keep up the excellence, fam. Thank you very much, Scriberisms. Um, appreciate the love and the fact that, you know, that that's amazing to hear that, like, we've helped you to get exposed to new things. And that's what we like to do as people ourselves, Ben, I mean, and I. Like, we want to get exposed to new ideas and new new properties and new creators. So 
Definitely understood. That's awesome. When is the Patreon getting more love? I have nothing of substance to say to this because I think I have commitment issues. I yeah. think that's what it is. <laughs> and it's bad. because I know I do. I've been told I do. So, you know, if, <laughs> if both of us do, then, you know. The thing is, we have to commit to you all, right? Because yeah. you are putting in money to to help us with this show, but also you're putting in money because you want to be entertained or you want to get information. You want us to build a community. So definitely want to just apologize for that um, about stepping up more for the Patreon and just keeping, just being more mindful of doing that. So with that being said, I will kick my commitment issue habit. <laughs> Um, I will just make an effort to just be more present on the Patreon. I can say that. All right. Um, you know, you know how? In fact, oh, I was going to give you that. In okay. fact, right after we finish recording, I'm going to write a post for the Patreon because I have some questions for you all. All right. There we go. So the Patreon is getting more love by the time you hear this. <laughs> and I've been trying, well, not trying, I've been debating uh different things to do on twitch and stuff and one thing i definitely want to do is some type of comics i copped show or i don't want to say show because look folks like somebody hit us on the instagram this week there's like this is why you should be doing a podcast on the mandalorian and i'm like god damn i would love to do a podcast on the mandalorian but nigga i ain't got no time <laughs> i'm like we really really like the time is really tight now, yes. like really tight. So I love it, but oh my! And that's that's what people. I, I think they understand that. Like, it's not where I can just watch the Mandalorian. As much as I know about Star Wars, I'd have to sit there and do all the research because I cannot be sloppy. You know, we not cannot enough. be sloppy. We yeah. that we don't do sloppy shit here. And I mean, so y'all y'all know us like yeah we 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 and, <laughs> we are professionals so and I don't know that stuff you know like I know it but I don't know it like that I'd have to do mad research and it would take a lot of time and I'd want to bring y'all to fire and so that's why we ain't done a show on the Mando you know what I mean but um yeah I I, I you know oh yeah Patreon um yeah I want to do comics like hop but I don't want to do a show. I just want to do something where we talk comics, you know, where other people come on, like listeners, especially Patreon people, especially come on and just talk comics. I'm just trying to figure out how to do it. Maybe we just do a weekly Zoom call and, mm, you know, cool. yeah. yeah. I just, know everybody. I mean, that was a little bit different. I know everybody enjoyed the big mashup Zoom that we did about Lovecraft Country. Mm -hmm. so. Yep. So something yeah. like that. Uh, I'm figuring that out. Once I get myself fully situated in this new place, we'll definitely be doing a lot more stuff because I'll have my beautiful setup up here and I'll be able to work. So very soon, very soon. Promise. Okay. Um, and that soon, like as Benami said, will be right by the time you listen to this, you'll get some more content on the Patreon. Word up. And that's it for Geekly Asked Questions. That right? is it. If you have a question for us, if it's about the Patreon or if it's about Greedo or if it's about Grogu's stupid ass name, doesn't matter. Let us know. Contact at foralnerds.com. You can email us if you want some privacy. If you just have a longer question or maybe you just like to email. Who knows? If you want to go another route, you can hit us up on the socials. That is the Twitters and the Instagrams at For All Nerds. And if you are on a very special Patreon tier, I say that because that's just part of what i always say every week but i feel like at this point if you're on our patreon supporting you're gonna get this right mm -hmm. send us a question yep. it could be at any point send us a question and we may answer it on next week's episode yes 
And since we were just talking about comics, I copped, and I know it's been a, well, it has been a minute. We've been talking about a lot, but it is yeah, time. Talking comics. <laughs> yes, it is time for comics. I copped. That's right. That's comics. I copped. The hashtag that pays. Use it. Don't abuse it. You know, on Instagram, on Twitter, hit it up. Comics. I copped. C O P P E D. Where we talk about all the different comics we've been copping, buying, reading. Old, new, don't matter. Somebody asked me this manga count. You think? Yes, it counts. I don't really care. It books and novels, you know, it don't matter. If you put comments I copped on it, I'm down with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it don't matter. Whatever you're reading, basically, you know, comics. I mean, if it relates in some way, you know, don't be talking about you reading War and Peace over here. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I know. That ain't comments I cop, folks. No, it's not. Yes. And we've been talking about uh, Swords of Ets, X of Swords. It's actually Ets of Swords because it's Ten of Swords. It wrapped up last oh. week. Yep. The finale was last week. All 22 parts are now done. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. It was, it was, it subverted expectations. It was not 22 issues of people fighting with swords as everyone thought it would be. I don't, it was actually only one or only two. One sword fight. Yeah. Maybe like one or two real sword fights in the whole thing. But they were dope. Yes. Apocalypse versus Genesis was a firefight. Um, it ended well and it has ramifications for the mutant books going forward. And that's what any big yeah, any big crossover should do that. You know, it should change the status quo of all the books that go into it. They should go in one way and come out another way. And it did that. Okay. So I'm excited for the next generation of X-Men. Uh we're now entering Reign of X. Where we will get our Vita Ayala X-Men book word. Finally been waiting on that. And a bunch of other stuff. So I think they're doing Reign of X, uh, which is the next like few months. And I have a feeling that mm-hmm. Fall of X is coming next year. Yeah. You know, during the fall. Because they had the Fall of the Mutants back in the day. And that would just be a great way to reference it. So I feel like Fall of X is coming. And Hitman's run might be wrapping up in another year or so anyway. So, yeah. Very proud. I'm glad you mentioned Vita again. Very proud of Vita. Very proud of Steph. I will. Very proud of. Oh, also, you remember Maya? Maya, Maya is an old school back in Fanbro's days. I remember for you, Ben, little Maya. Mm-hmm. She has a comic coming out. Oh shit! Yes. So we're gonna definitely have her on the show to talk more about it. But um, I'm trying to get her to like come up with a like a a reasonable name so that you all can follow her easily on Twitter and find out more about what's her name now. Um, that's what I'm trying to see. I'm trying to find it so I can oh, tell wow. people, but like, cause okay. I don't remember. Like I just, like, you know how you just talk to somebody and, yep. and especially when they change their handle, like you don't necessarily remember what their handle is. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, she is, uh, uh, doing a new comic. And like I said, we, we will have her on to talk more about that. So, um, just be prepared. That's dope. And, um, Shout out to Mellow Marketer who got yes. the Blade Runner prequel dropping Yo. next year. My brother. Yes, oh. next year. Uh, Mellow Marketer, uh, you know, friend, family of the show. My brother, one of my writing partners out there. Oof. You know, my G is dropping the Blade Runner prequel comic featuring the first black Blade Runner. Hold that. That shit is fucking phenomenal. Yes. Big things. Big things. It's crazy. I'm, I'm going to put it out there that we're going to have to write a Marvel comic because I see like everybody I know doing it now. So it's like so possible. You know, I see like. So it's just like, right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. It's, it's actually possible, you know, to do it. You know, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to write a Marvel comic within, I'll say the next year. Put it in the universe, y'all. There put we the go. Universe. It's out there. 
So, um, you know, we've been talking all this and we ain't even got to the actual comments that I've been copping this week other than sort of edge, but no, um, the joint undiscovered country folks, undiscovered country. I copped the first trade last week. I'm late as fuck. This book is a massive hit. I saw the first issue going for like almost a thousand dollars on some, uh, like, you know, the high graded version, you know, the CGC graded version, all that. Okay. Yes, but Undiscovered Country is a comic by Charles Soule and Scott Snyder. I'm not really that. I'm sure I've read some of Charles' work before, but Scott, everyone knows from his Batman run, from a lot of other stuff. He's really big at DC. And this book is hard to describe, but the basic premise of it is that 30 years ago in the book's time, America closes itself off from the rest of the world. Oh, right. Okay, I remember you told me about Yep, and this is just like... Oh, it's super fire. And it's just like a straight up close it off. Like they call it the ceiling. Like they basically make an announcement to the world and say, in five days, we're closing off. If you're in here, you're good. If you're out there, you're out there. And that's it. And then when those five days pass, they do it. They shut it off to the rest of the world. No communications, no nothing for 30 years. America destroys completely silent. So at the start of this book, America's been silent for 30 years and there's a plague going around. Sounds familiar, right? There's a plague. Yeah, there's a global pandemic that is killing people all over the world. And America or someone in America sends out a message saying, if you send this team of people with a list of names to America, we will give you the cure to this plague and send them back out. Mm -hmm. So this team of people gets gathered. They go in and they're immediately, their helicopter is immediately shot down (laughs) and they crash land. And they crash land into this, what can best be described like a Mad Max type land in America where people are riding around on like giant animals and like mutant, what is it, like crustaceans, like giant starfish and just... Complete- Sounds like Florida. <laughs> All right. Like <laughs> Pretty good. Um, it's just completely out of control. And so they find out that the ruler of this zone, as they're called, is has no idea what they're talking about, but obviously, you know, has nefarious plans for them. They escape, they find, they discover that America has been split into 13 different zones. And these zones, each one of them uh, is operating on laws, rules, everything, even physics. Like, time is messed up in the zone. So, in this first Mad Max one, 150 years have passed instead of just the 30 years. And in the next one, they go into 100 years have passed. And the next one's completely different than that Mad Max one. I won't give anything more away from it. It's mm-hmm. on its tenth issue now, so there's going to be two trades out very soon. How's the art? Art's incredible. Art is beautiful. Art. It's just uh, my man Matt Wilson from Wicked and oh, Divine and yes. everything. He's doing Matt's it. Awesome. Yeah, Matt's doing the colors. So the colors are beautiful. The art is just very ill. Very like to capture these different zones they're in is so great. Very emotional. There's a lot of emotional weight to the story. Because all these people were brought here for a very specific reason. It hasn't been told why all of them were or even who sent out that original message. None of that's been revealed yet. It's a big mystery, but I'm loving it, y'all. Like this one of them books that, you know, when I'm like, oh, okay, this that joint, you know, like undiscovered country, y'all. This that joint right now for me. Like, mm, that shit is fire. Like, okay. yeah, solid. So, so I know you got your stuff from anyone comics? Uh, not this time, actually. Shout out to Forbidden Planet. I was in the city, so mm. I picked this up from Forbidden Planet. 
anyone has a big box for me right now, and I you know they gotta go mad. pick up that box. Yeah, I gotta go pick it up because I know they're mad because they got mad books for me. They got some Immortal Hulk. They got all the end of the source. Is X. all that stuff paid for already? Oh you yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. My Lord, credit card is charged. Go get your shit, man. Yeah. I mean. My credit card charged on that. Trust me on that. <laughs> Go get your shit, man. I mean, they got to make some weight. Yes. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay. The next issue of Undiscovered Country will be out December 16th, and the 12th will be in January. But, ooh, yeah, that book is way old. I'm so mad that it took me this long. I need, because now tracking down them back issues is to be money, but, you know, I might have to do it. Mm. Mm. Is see? that all for comments I copped? Uh, yeah, I think that's it for Comics I Cop this week. I'm back on reading. As y'all see, I have been sleeping. I haven't been reading much. Oh, another good book. Just the first issue so far uh, is this book, Crossover, by Donny Cates and Geoff Shaw from, I mean, Jeff Shaw from Image Thomas as well. That's kind of a weird one. It's The premise is very weird. I won't get into it, but just check it out. Okay. First issue, Crossover by Donny Cates. Very dope book. I've, I'm not a biggest Donny Cates fan. I know everybody loves that man, but I, I really enjoyed that first issue. So, Crossover, dope joint. All right. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, just want to shout out Eva Marie. Uh, this young lady reached out to us about her Kickstarter that mm. she has out. Um, has what twenty three days to go, but needs a lot of support. This Kickstarter is called, and I pro- hope I'm pronouncing this right, Reverie the Album. So basically, uh, like I mentioned, her name is Eva Marie. And she is a uh, she's a, t- a black twenty uh, four year old composer, songwriter, and producer. Mm. And this Kickstarter, uh, or this Kickstarter, is about campaigning. Um, is a campaign to fund the creation of Reverie, her first studio length album, written entirely. Excuse me, entirely written, produced, and performed by Eva Marie. And she mentioned how the idea came about trying to balance originality with uh, fan work. Uh, and she, she wanted to ask, answer the question, how can they use songwriting and production to create a unique fan experience? Mm-hmm. So when you listen to the songs, um, this Kickstarter has a couple, a few, few of her tracks on there. And when you listen to it, you can hear all the influences of fandom in there All uh, when it comes to uh, 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 animated stories. Because she wrote here, this is contemporary music that reimagines animated stories as infectious records. So, um, so I'm like listening to it now. I'm playing it now, but some of the stuff she has here, um, she has something called Digital Girl Diva. So there's a little, there's a little bit of um, what Overwatch in there. Okay, um, okay, I need yeah, to check yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the stuff, like you said, all of this has uh, influences of gaming, and and she said animated stories, but but all of that is in there. All the fandom is in there, and it sounds pretty cool. Um, I know she has a $25,000 goal, so we want to definitely help her get there. So check this out. Again, it's called Reverie the Album. It's R-E-V as in victory, E-R-I-E. And if you just, I guess if you Google that in Kickstarter, you should be able to get it. But Reverie the Album, Eva Marie, check it out. Support. Fan 